James Podcast. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Hello, welcome once again to my podcast. I am your regular host, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Opade. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. We are into the concluding part of this wonderful discussion on the word of God. We've been dealing on temptation. In the last episode, our brother Brett Nazinski began to explain, you know, from the word of God and give insight into the temptation of Christ and applying them practically. You know, our brother has deep experience practically how God delivered him, how God saved him. And our brother is burning with fire, burning with fire, printing all together. I believe that God is going to use our brother to do mighty things in this planet because our brother has very deep experience of deliverance of God. You listen to him, he shares from practical experience. He tells you nothing can take away this gospel from him. He makes you to understand that what temptation is, what repentance is that we did in the last time. I just don't want to keep on preempting him when I'm talking. I'm excited that God is using him mightily to do wonders outside and to do wonders on this podcast. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbors about what God is doing. And also, if you want to be part of us in this podcast, just feel free to give us a shout. You can also contact our brother at completechristian.org or give me a shout here at, at Apostle James uh, uh, Podcast. You can get us on uh, Facebook. You can get us on WhatsApp by the grace of God. And then we can give you an invite and you be part of us what God is doing. You want to have a discussion. You have life questions you want to ask. You can come on the podcast and then we can all discuss together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just a matter of shedding. God bless you so much. You know, as we proceed in this last segment of it, our brother, very practical, just listen. He's going to take time to link up the temptation of Christ, the baptism of Christ, the temptation of Christ. You see how the thing blends to make Jesus Christ to have the, the supernatural energy that he had to death into his ministry. You'll understand the link between the baptism and the temptation and the ministry of Christ. God bless you as a listen. And remain your regular host, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Okpabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. This is Apostle James Podcast. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. So now... When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, whoa, wait a second, John was in prison? Oh, man. So so what you're saying is people that are in prison and incarcerated, they're not lost causes. They're not people who just deserve to be there. No, no, it's not about people. People aren't bad people because of the choices they make. You know, people make choices. But it's not them. It's not them, but it's the spirit that they act on that's inside of them. Yeah. You know, whenever whenever a person does something, it's not that they're a bad person. It's that they were entertaining the wrong 
thing. They were entertaining the enemy instead of entertaining God. And so when you entertain the enemy, he'll have you, he'll have you in prison and then laugh at you the whole time, make you think it's your fault, make you feel worthless. And he's the one that sent you there, essentially. You know, you're there because of your own choices, but you're there because you just entertain the wrong things in your life. But when when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's exactly what John was saying uh, whenever whenever he said, mm-hmm. whenever before Jesus came to John, G- J- John was saying, and I feel like they tied that together, that was tied together here because John was in prison, but the message had to go on. It didn't matter if John was in prison. It didn't matter if John was killed. It didn't matter. The only thing that mattered was to spread the gospel and Jesus now we go back to the repentance Jesus now is telling people to repent John knew that people needed to turn from their sins turn from their sins before Jesus came was baptized but now after John's locked up Jesus carried the message and said repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand so despite John being locked up the message had to go on despite Jesus's death we have to go on despite any pastor's death, any close friend's death, any Christian's death, we have to carry the gospel, the message, and that is to repent because, that, man, we have to turn from our ways. You have to turn from your ways and live for God and stop entertaining the enemy because when you entertain the enemy, that's when your life starts to crumble. That's when your life starts to shatter. That's when bad things happen when you entertain the enemy. So I just submit to you anybody listening to this to just look at your life look at your life and look at everything that's happened just the past week just use the past week of your life and if you evaluate everything and you write down everything if every person in the world followed exactly your steps and the things that you did this past week would it lift up God or would it bring joy to the enemy Mm. You know, and really evaluate your life. Look at that and start to think about what you can do better. What can you repent from? What are you doing that is causing strife? And and why are you stressed? Why are you worried all the time? Why is everything feel like it's going haywire? And I promise you, it's not because of, of the peace that surpasses all understanding. That has it's not it's not because of the peace, but it's because enemy enemy is in the middle of in the middle of whatever it is you got going on and you need to ask the lord to intervene in the middle of your repentance to remove the enemy after you submit to god resist that temptation and like we were saying earlier he will flee from you he will 
he will flee from you because he has no other choice. That's the thing is that God has the authority. The enemy doesn't have a choice. God has a choice. Yes. God can do whatever he wants to do. Yes. God is God is the almighty God. He is that he is. Yes. There's nobody more powerful than him. And so whenever you entertain the Lord, man, you're setting yourself up for success. But just really look at your lives this week and, and try to walk and try to try to just change one thing. If there's at least one thing in your life that you've been doing wrong for a long time, even if it's, I don't know who I'm speaking to, but even if it's been going on for, even if you've been doing it for 40 years, whoever that is, if you've been doing it for 40 years and you're stuck in that cycle, you're stuck in that repetition, you're like, well, this is all I know. This is what my mom did, or this is what her mother did and the, and the generations before me. This is what, this is the way we all did it. Well, maybe they got it wrong to begin with. Maybe the way they, maybe the way it started was wrong. And maybe it's time for you to break that cycle and give it to God so that the people after you don't have to remain in the struggle that you're going through right now. And whoever that's for, I just want to, I just want to, I just want you to be blessed. I want you to be, I want you to be set free. I want, yes, I want God to remove the enemy from your life. I want God to really remove whatever is hindering, whatever is hindering you from really stepping and walking into your purpose. And whatever, whatever the Lord has touched you with today through this message, I want you to really take it seriously and to sit on that and to say, Satan, you have no say in my life and I'm done. Yeah. Done living for you. Yeah. Jesus is my savior. By his blood, by his stripes, I am healed. Yes. He can change me. Yes. He can rearrange me. Yes. And he's going to right now. Yes. I know that God sent his son Jesus to die for me. Yes. On the third day, he he rose from the grave, sent the Holy Spirit down to us, and now is sitting at the right hand of the Father, awaiting for us to transition with him. And if you don't know, I'm here to tell you that that's real and that's true. And that the word of God is just as true as that is too. And if he could change me, I say this all the time and I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> if he could change, if it's only a miracle, like I said, that I'm alive. Uh, yeah. If he can change me, yeah. he can change you. Yeah. And so after that, after Jesus was telling the people to repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, he then called for he called for uh, fishermen as his disciples. Uh, you know, so after Jesus got baptized and he was he dealt with temptation, he was strengthened for this for this discipling. You know, he was strengthened for this discipling and essentially the cross. So then Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother. Casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen, which was a good trade. Yeah. And he he said to them, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And when Jesus spoke, man, they just, they, people were moved. People were changed. People, the authority, he didn't even have to speak uh, 
in, in, a, in a crazy tone. He just they just knew that he was the son of God. Like he didn't even have to he didn't even have to say much. They just knew, you know, by the anointing that was over him, by the the authority that he spoke, the the peace that he had, the surety in everything he said. So they it said they immediately, without knowing this man, this is a a a, a completely a complete stranger to them. But they that's how that's how much Jesus touched their life immediately. It says immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. They were putting their nets together. They were getting ready to get, catch them some big fish. He, it said he called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Said so immediately he just talked to two more brothers and they're like, "Hey, you two, you know, hey, what's going on?" And he wanted them to come with them. And they said, "Okay," just randomly, you know. They they totally like this wasn't this wasn't a small thing. Their father, this was their livelihood. They left their livelihood. They left the the way that they took care of their family was to fish. They were fishermen. Mm-hmm. They weren't just fishing, like they weren't just out there on a boat casting a line and, and reeling it in. No, they were casting nets and cast and catching, trying to catch massive amounts of fish to provide to to take it to market for their families to provide for them so that they could bring them back home and you know feed their family, their immediate family. But they just abandoned. They just let straight up left their, their father. Uh, because they knew that God was in that that was the Son of God. They knew who Jesus was at that point. Um, and then it says in, in, in verse twenty three, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. I, I I'm just thinking like all this stuff that he's doing right now, all this stuff in, in verse twenty three teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel in the kingdom, healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. He started doing all these things after he was baptized. You know, that baptism and the temptation strengthened him so that now it's go time. It's go time. It is go time in the middle of all that, you know. So being baptized, I mean, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to walk as Jesus walked. We're supposed to follow in his footsteps. And so, you know, we're going to be tempted. We are going to be tempted. Temptation is going to come, but just know that it's not the end and to not succumb to it. Don't succumb to it. Yes. Don't listen to it. It's, you'll get through it. Guess what? The thing that you're worried about today will be air tomorrow. It'll be air. It'll be nothing tomorrow. The thing that is pulling you down right now, it's going to be the same thing that lifts you up tomorrow. Yeah. You know, in the person, the people after you. See, the enemy tries to bring us up, but God uses it all, works it together for our good. That's exactly what he does because he loves us so much and he can do it. It's like God, that's the way God laughs at the enemy. It really lets the enemy know that he has no power is he takes the things that the enemy tries to kill it like addiction and drugs in my life mm. you know the enemy tried to kill me mm. in the middle of that and god now uses that he has set me free and and allows it allows me 
uh, he uses that through me and allows me to use that mm. as a way to lift up other people who are still in the middle of their struggles and who are hurting to let them know that that's not the answer. And it doesn't have to be that way. There's a whole nother side yes. to the addiction, yes. to the, the power, to all the things that you think matter. There's a whole nother side. But, you know, we see with our mind, not our eyes. So we have to renew our mind so we can see properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't see with our eyes. We see with our minds. Yeah. And so our minds have to be renewed so that way we can see properly. Yeah. So that way we can see exactly what the lord has for us we have to see god god is god is in everything god is yes. in everything yes even in your temptation in your temptation guess yes. what god is there god he is, there. is that escape yes temptation yes he is there to pull you out yes all the bad things yes you can fight you will find god in everything in your life yes but i walk through but the valley of shadow of death Amen. He's right Amen. there. Amen. He is right there. But you have to look for him. Yes. You have to look for him. You have you 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 have to grab him and you grab him yes. through that word. Yes. You're fighting the word. Through his word, you you will be saved. You can defeat the enemy. Yes. You can you can be set free through the power of Jesus Christ. Um, right here, I think we're finishing up right here. Um, after that, verse 24 says, Then his fame, Jesus was famous, it says. Jesus was famous. He's by the most, you know, he's healing people, healing the sick, and, and man, doing all these different miracles, diseases, preaching the gospel, everything he was doing. He became famous because people are like, This man is crazy. He must, this man, either he really is the Son of God or he's crazy. I don't know. Either he had to really be the Son of God. Or he had to be a crazy person because he was doing so many miracles and he was doing so many things that there was no other explanation besides he was crazy or he really was the son of God. And I'm here to tell you yeah. that he really is the son of God because he's still alive. He is. He is. <laughs> you know, he, he is alive. He rose from the grave. That means he, he is. lived. And then he also, he also he showed that he showed that it was his body he showed it was he ate food he ate fish after he rose from the grave they gave him a piece he could still he still had the ability to eat and Thomas touched his hands and touched his side so he still had a body so that just tells you that you know he is alive he is alive and he wants to touch your life yes he wants to change he wants to set you free. He wants to bring you peace. Yes. He wants to bring you. He wants to bring you gladness. He wants to bring you self-control. He wants to bring you contentment. He wants you. He wants to give you everything that God has for your life. And it says, then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sickness. I'm sorry. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. So not only was Jesus just, he didn't just heal a couple people. You know, he didn't just set a couple people free. 
He was setting people free in the multitude. He was healing mass amounts of people. You know, he was he was curing and, and he, man, he did so much that people were literally like, hey man, doesn't your cousin have epilepsy? Bring him over here. There's this guy, Jesus, over here in Syria. If you bring him, he'll he'll heal him. And people were bringing their families and their friends and everyone that they knew. They they were just bringing people just to see if he could do it at that point. You know? And so they they were bringing people to Jesus. Everywhere he went, he was sought out. Uh... He said, great multitudes follow him from Galilee and from the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. And, you know, back then they were, you know, they were really seeking. They were, this is so crazy, not crazy, but it's, it's, it's so different that they were this, this whole land. They were seeking Jesus as he was walking the earth. And then shortly after that, they, everybody wanted him dead, you know? He, they, they, everybody wanted him dead, but he was performing all these miracles, and nobody knew how. It was really jealousy that started getting the people—the people who were really in the in the religious sect in that that time. They were they were jealous because they thought, "Oh no, we're surely we're the the top people in the world because we know the word, we know how to read scripture." We know everything about God. We can study the word, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all them. Yeah. Like, surely we, surely we're more powerful than this, this guy. What? This guy was born in Bethlehem, you know? This man's from Nazareth, you know? He's nobody. This man isn't, isn't nothing. But little did they know, and I think it's in Isaiah, about 742 years before Jesus was born, it prophesied that, that, he would be born in Bethlehem. Aphrodite is Bethlehem Aphrodite. And so mm-hmm. whenever you look at that, it's like they, they just, for people, you know, for people who knew the scripture and knew the word and knew the prophecies of Isaiah, uh, you know, and everything in, in the Old Testament, you think they would have caught on to that, you know, that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth, was from Nazareth, and then uh, went along, went into the world. But I just find it so crazy that they, you know, their their jealousy really is, is why they wanted him dead. They were jealous that he was doing all these things and that people were talking about Jesus and not them. People wanted to follow Jesus and not the ways that they wanted them because they controlled a lot of things through being in power as, as a religious group, you know. So, but, you know, we'll... Uh, get into the uh i think the beatitudes that will be uh next week in this <laughs> chapter five yeah, the beatitudes next week. I, you know there's so much there's so much to talk about when it comes to temptation and i just want i just want anybody listening to this uh to really understand the importance of of recognizing the attacks from the enemy and an attack from the enemy is a temptation it's a trigger. It can be uh, anything that tries to come against your life that brings yeah. you a sense of uneasiness. Right? But see, the Spirit sent Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. So don't find it crazy whenever things are placed into your life 
that are there that hurt because they are there to grow you, to make you stronger. Yeah. So that you can be prepared for the next fight because you can't fight Goliath if you if you haven't killed a lion or a bear yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you 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 can't conquer the world if you haven't made it out of Bethlehem yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You 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 have to you have to make it through your the trials, the temptation, the things that hurt you. Unfortunately, the only way to become stronger is to go through pain. You know, it's the the old saying: no pain, no gain. Yeah, no pain, no, know, no pain, no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. It's really, unfortunately, it's kind. It, it's true because, but where there is pain, there is gain. And so, just know that you will become better at the end of the road that you're traveling on right now. At the end of your troubles, there is peace, there is joy, and there is the Holy Ghost. And he will, man. He he's gonna work on you now. Don't don't think it's gonna be easy, but he is there. And if you make yourself available, you make yourself available to be blessed. God will bless you in abundance. He will change everything in your life. Yes, he will turn your life. He will. You will do all complete one eighty in your life if you open your heart to the Lord and you accept Jesus as your Savior today. Amen. Amen. Amen if you open your hearts and then heart. accept the Lord Jesus, then He will save you. You know, you see, uh, people of God. You know, our brother speaks from overflow, from experience. You know, if you listen, you will hear him talking about his testimonies. I will always talk about, as I said, that a certain book I read or so. You know, I read a book. The title of that book is um, "Men Alive." George Aflame. I can't remember the author, and I can't remember everything that I read in that book. But one thing I don't forget that I picked up from that book, you know, is this. Uh, the reality of God cannot be explained, but can mm. only be revealed. You know, it is difficult to explain the reality of God. That's why the Bible says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good." You see, brother, bread is talking from experience. The brother tells you that the enemy wanted to destroy his life. You will hear the testimony of our brother. If you listen to the previous podcast that our brother did with Apostle James podcast here, as we are doing right now, and you listen to his testimony on repentance, then you will know that he's talking from overflow. He tells us that this is somebody that the enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he understands what he's talking about. We're talking about the reality of you. You know, there was something you said the other day. You said, no person can take away this thing from you because you know it is true. <laughs> no person can take it. It's just like as I am. No person can take it. I was talking to, you know, people today as well. <laughs> you understand? 
Bible says the righteous fallen seven times and he rises up. Eh? Yeah. The difference between us is that you see, if you fall, you get up, and then you go because it is not you that live it, but Christ that live it in you. Don't fall down and remain there. So, whosoever it is, maybe you are falling into the temptation of the devil right now. Rise up, the love of God receives you back. We welcome you back again to the kingdom of God because that's why He died for you. Amen. He didn't take you out of the world. Uh, let me let me leave it here because if we keep on talking, we, will, we are not going to look at what the depth. If you survived, the moment you survived, then God has saved you. You know, if the devil would have killed you, devil would have killed you while you were still sinning. Uh, because if he kills you while you were still sinning, then there is no hope for you. But the fact that you are hearing us now means that the mercy of God had appeared unto you. If not, God wouldn't have allowed you to hear us. The fact that you are hearing this thing now, anyone hearing us that is listening to this, is the mercy of God that has come your way. Uh, you can overcome any temptation, not by your ability, but by the word of God, it is written, and by the grace of the Holy Ghost. Remember, Jesus was first of all baptized with the Holy Ghost. That was the enabling factor that made him to overcome. So you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Because he was first baptized, apart from the water baptism, he was baptized with the Holy Ghost. In fact, Bible says he was led. Some translations say he was driven. So the Holy Ghost became the driver. When the Holy Ghost drives you, no matter the stumbling block, no matter the storm, Holy Ghost will navigate you. He knows how to drive you through the rough ages. Allow the Holy Spirit. Receive that same baptism that Jesus received. Receive that same anointing that Jesus received. And you will overcome. It's not of you that live it. It is of him that showeth mercy. It is of the mercy of the Lord that we are not consumed. His compassion faileth not. They are new every morning. Great is the faithfulness of the Lord. The God never fails. So he is with you there. Wherever you are going, though you walk through the valley of shadow of death, you will fear no evil because God is with you. Praise the Lord. That is the God that we must serve. He said, I will never abandon you. I will never forsake you. He can never do it. Not by your power. Return unto him. Surrender unto him. And allow him. And he will guide you. He will, he will protect you. Don't succumb to the, to the, don't succumb to the blackmail of the devil. The devil is a blackmailer. Don't succumb to the blackmail of the devil. Remember who you are. You are a child of God. Or discover who you are. You are not a child of the devil. Don't stop serving the devil. You are not a child of the devil. Or recover who you are. You are not lost forever because. He has already redeemed you. Let no person tell you you are lost forever. You are not lost. Recover who you are. Come back to Jesus. Come unto him today. And he will give you a brand new life. You did such a wonderful time. Amen. Amen. You know, you know, prophet, you see, you see, you, 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 you can talk for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, the, the word of God is so sweet. Amen. It's just so beautiful. I really thank God for your life. And I thank God for what God is doing. You know, in the life of all our listeners and the hearers, everybody hearing us. I will thank God for it. I will thank God for the time that we are in. It's just an amazing time. Talking with one another across the across Atlantic. It's an amazing thing. You know, we thank God for yeah. what is happening. And then from here, we are reaching to the world. People are being saved. God is saving the life of people and touching our life. We just thank God for everything. Eh? And God will continue to bless you. And God will continue to bless all of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, we will come in again to us another time. You know, like he said, he said it's going to be beatitudes. You know, brother, you know the beatitudes. That might be a five-parter. Yeah, yes, yeah. but for the for the for the, for, for the advances, you know. So, but, but then, uh, uh, there are series of things that Jesus taught in that place. As we're going to be, I pray that as you're following us sequentially, you follow us in Gospel of Matthew chapter three. You follow us in Gospel of Matthew chapter four. Jesus Christ, Jesus is the greatest thing that can happen to your life. Jesus is the greatest gift that God has given to humanity. And I know that Jesus is real. Jesus is very much real. And I believe him. I will trust him for you. He will save your life. There is no trial you are going through that the Lord will not overcome. He has overcome them for you. Jesus said, be of a good cheer. For I have overcome the world. In the world you have tribulation. The be of good cheer. I overcome. Jesus will overcome it. Jesus is the price paid. Stand on Jesus. Believe in Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. Call upon Jesus. You have it. Look, I'm going to pray great praise for us right now. The hand of the Lord will surely come upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brother, why don't you pray Amen. as we round up? Absolutely. Uh, dear God, we just want to thank you for bringing us together once again, Lord God, to just meditate on your word and, and really allow us to, to soak it up, Lord God. Holy Spirit, thank you for showing us everything that we need to see, Lord God. We ask that you just show us our sins, Lord God. Give us the strength to endure the temptation, the hardships, the things that are that are trying to come against us, Lord God. We ask that you take authority over those things, Lord God, and that you cast them out from our lives, Lord God. We want to thank you for caring enough about us, Lord God, to want to strengthen us in areas that we need to be strengthened in, Lord God. And yes, Lord. Count it all joy, Lord God. We just want to count everything joy, Lord God. Yes, Father. Knowing that the testing of our faith produces patience. Yes. Lord God. And we just we just want to thank you for waiting on us, Lord God. You know, a lot of times we want to say we're waiting on you, God, but really it's you who's waiting on us, Lord yes, God. Lord. We want to thank you for being patient with us, Lord God. Please just do a mighty work in our lives, oh God. Bless all those around us. Bless yes. any one of our family members, our friends, our relatives, our co-workers, anybody that might be around us, Lord God. We just ask that you bless their lives, oh God. Forgive anybody of their trespasses, Lord God. Any kind of mistakes that they may have made, Lord God, that you might see through them, Lord God. Grab them up and cast them into the sea of forgetfulness, Lord God. 
to remember them no more, Lord God. We ask that you do exactly that for everybody listening to this podcast, Lord God, that they might see the need to make you the Lord of their lives, Lord God, that every single person listening to this podcast, Lord God, might see and feel, hear, and know how real you are, Lord Jesus. Thank you for showing us your face, Lord God. Thank you for showing us you're real. Thank you for giving us the revelation that we need, Lord God. Thank you for giving us your word so that we have something to look at towards you, Lord God. Thank you for growing us. Thank you for showing us everything we need to see and help us to continue to walk down there, to grow with you, Lord God, as we uncover the mysteries of your word, as we study your word, as we meditate on it day and night as you ask for us to do, Lord God. We just want to thank you for all the people you place in our lives, Lord God. The people who we might not agree with, Lord God, and the people that we love, Lord God, that I just want to thank you for all of them, Lord God. We want to bless our enemies, Lord God. We want to bless anybody who's tried to come against us, Lord God, that they might find what they need in their lives, Lord God, that you might show them, Lord God, what they need, that you might help them, Lord God, that you might help us continually, Lord God, that you might send blessings and abundance, Lord God, that you might not ever stop showing us and growing us, Lord God, what we need to see and where we need to go. We want to thank you for making this technology available to to reach the world, Lord God, to, to help change the face of the world, Lord God, that people might see you from here to Asia, to Antarctica, to Australia, uh, to South America, Lord God, all through Europe and through West, North, East, South Africa, Lord God, that people who don't even speak English might understand what we're saying, Lord God, yes, Lord. that you might touch them, Lord God, that you might give them the holy language, the ability to speak, Lord God, in your language that they might understand you more through that, Lord God, that you might connect them just like back in the day, Lord God, that everybody might speak under the sound of of your scripture, of your word, Lord God. Thank you for showing us how real you are, Lord God. Thank you for changing us. Thank you for saving us, Lord God. And we just want to ask you to touch the lives of those who are listening right now, Lord God, that everything might be changed and they might start fresh and new right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for listening to us. We know that you enjoyed it. We're blessed discussing the word of God. And we also know that you were blessed with us. God bless you so much. If you want to be part of us, just give us a shout. You can thank God for what God is doing in our time. We are sharing the word of God and then we believe God for you. We trust God for you. You can have questions you want to ask and we'll discuss the questions. we discuss the questions right time by the grace of God. So God bless you so much. God bless you so much. As you heard us talk, we'll continue the Bible discussion. You know, this is uh, it's not, it's not big theology. We are not into Theology is not into deep exegesis, it's not uh, into all the hermeneutics and all the rest of them. Uh, those things are there, and we thank God for them. We thank God for hermeneutics, we thank God for exegesis, uh, we thank God for all these wonders, we thank God for all these theological terms. But in all this, is just the simplicity of the gospel that we are bringing across to you. 
you can see the simplicity of interpretation of the gospel from the life of somebody that experienced it. So you want to join us, you want to be part of us from whatever part of the world that you are, whether Asia, Europe, America, you know, uh, whether you are in the US or whether you are in Africa, wherever you want to join us, you can give us a shout. Go to completechristian.com and then and uh, and uh, talk to our brother, uh, brother Brett, or you call on me, Apostle James, uh, Apostle James Podcast, and get in contact with us, and then you'll be part of what God is doing right now. You want to be part of us? Want to be part of part of the discussion? You are welcome. God bless you so much. We love you, and God loves you more. And remain your regular host, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Okpabe, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. See you next time. This is Apostle James' podcast, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Oh, you.